Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I spoke with a coaching group today all about special time, but... As questions came up, one of the things I chatted about is something that I think is really important to be consistent with. Now, in motherhood and in parenting, I think so often people will say, you have to be consistent in everything you say and all the rules you have and all this and that and that and that. And while I do think it's important in training up your child to be consistent, I also think that sometimes that can seem very overwhelming to remember exactly what you said every time you say it because honestly sometimes we just don't have the energy for that um and while i think we should strive to do that i think there is one thing that we really need to be consistent with every time and that one thing is sticking to your boundary while you stay regulated so the biggest thing that I would ask yourself when you are about to lay out a boundary or um, a lot of times this might come in a consequence. I try to refrain from throwing out a lot of consequences. I like to let natural consequences be the leader and yes, I do still use consequences occasionally, but my goal is to really focus on parenting from connection and not through consequences. But if you are somebody especially who's using consequences, this is something to especially be mindful of because it's really easy to throw out a consequence and think that your child is going to do the thing because they don't want the consequence and then they don't do the thing and you have to follow through the consequence and oftentimes it can even involve you know, so often we hear, like, if you don't clean your room, then we can't go to the party. Well, then they don't clean their room, but you really want to go to the party. And then you're in this place of, like, what do I do? And sometimes that's where we cave. And so before you set the boundary, think about it. Can you follow through with whatever it is, whether it's because of the consequence and what might result if if they don't do what you're asking or can you follow through by maintaining your own control or do you have the time because sometimes especially in connection focused parenting when you are expecting something of your child or there's a rule that they must follow or something that they need to obey that they are having difficulty with that might create a catalyst to release feelings and you might see an uptick in behavior or emotional expression and sometimes that can take longer to work through and so do you have the time to follow through with what it might take 
to stick to the boundary, especially if you have a more highly sensitive child or a you know a child who has a more highly sensitive personality. I would always factor in an extra 10 to 20 to 30 minutes, depending on your child, as compared to a child who maybe isn't have that doesn't have that personality, because things can tend to just be much longer, at least in my experience, because there can be a lot more like jam-packed in there. So the main thing that you need to be consistent with is sticking to your boundary and staying regulated. And the number one thing to ask yourself before you set the boundary is, can you follow through with it? Um, And before we close, I want to share three reasons why this is really important. The first one is that a lot of times I think, especially nowadays, society kind of encourages this like loosey-goosey parenting, um, be friends, don't, you know, don't be too harsh, which is different than connection-focused parenting. In connection-focused parenting, Yes, we are going for connecting with our child, but that is not permissive. There are clear boundaries. There are clear um, guidelines and strategies that focus on training our children through connection, not negating that part. And so a lot of times it's easy to think that kids actually don't want the boundaries because of the feelings that come out when we set them, but truly kids feel safe and secure when we have boundaries. And so it's important because if we start to put things into their control before they're ready, especially when they're younger, um, they don't actually like that. They might not communicate that, but then they're starting to feel like, even more frazzled, like mom doesn't know, so I don't know. And, you know, she's supposed to be in charge, but she's not doing anything. And now, you know, it becomes even more chaotic. So kids do really need firm boundaries and for you to hold strong to them so that they can feel safe and secure in what's going on. It, number two, gives an opportunity to connect and release feelings. So a lot of times when we're setting a boundary or setting a limit, that is acting as a catalyst for our child to release any feelings or upsets or hurts that have been sitting on the surface waiting to come out because you are saying no, essentially, or stopping them from doing something they want. And that can be enough of a catalyst to start expelling feelings that aren't even related to what you're even talking about. And if that's difficult for you to understand, think about when you, you know, if somebody says something that bothers you, maybe you don't say anything, but you take that in. Somebody does something that bothers you or, you know, your spouse hurts your feelings in some way, but these are all little things that maybe you're not addressing and you're just kind of bottling up. And then something happens that by itself is not that big of an issue to you, but combined with all the things that you have been holding onto, that becomes the catalyst for now the floodgates are open and everything is coming out. That is what you are providing your child when you are setting a limit. And this is important because as kids get older or depending on your parenting style, children learn very quickly that they shouldn't express certain feelings or that they need to keep them in. 
um, or that it's not safe to do those things and let them out or that they're not supposed to do it. Um, and even, you know, the more, even if you're super aware of it, it's just a natural thing that, you know, we're exposed to every day and it's just hard to prevent it completely. And kids, kids pick up on that. And so they might start to release their feelings a little bit, but oftentimes they are learning to keep them in. And so we really want to give them an opportunity to release feelings. And that comes from also being connected with us. And number three, I think being consistent here allows your child to learn the boundaries. And then when you have to set the same boundary, you know, in the future, because obviously we're not going to set the boundary one time and they do it forever. But then the, I have found in my experience that the times that I have then had to repeat it have gone much quicker versus having to sit through maybe a longer tantrum or cry. So for example, with cleaning up my toddler who is two, you know, he's in the phase where he really likes to throw things or almost just like trash the place. Like, you know, just clear the desk or the table off. And so when that happens, I hold the boundary that now you have to clean it up. And so initially it took, you know, 10, 15 minutes maybe of crying or of a tantrum, not wanting to do it with him sitting on my lap, just saying, you have to clean it up. You threw it and now we need to put it back where it goes. And eventually he realized like, okay, mom's not going to give up on this. I need to clean up. And now when that happens, it maybe takes 30 to 60 seconds for him to recognize, okay, she's holding the boundary. I know she keeps holding it, so I'm just going to do it. So I think that's really important for our children and it's helpful in training them up in the way that they should go and and learning the things that they should be doing. So I hope that can be helpful for you and take a little bit of pressure off when it comes to all the things that we need to remember to do as a parent and just remembering to be consistent in the boundaries you set and making sure that you're able to follow through with whatever boundary you set, no matter how long it takes. So I want you to figure that out this week. Is there a boundary that you need to set or that you haven't been setting or that you set and then you kind of went back on take some time this week and repair that and just remind yourself that in the moment your child might hate it but really it is actually helping them in a lot of different ways so just stay encouraged stay strong and keep working at it all right i'll see you next week Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.